Welcome to Brothers Be Podcast, where we talk about black LGBT issues and topics, and I am your host, Chris. We're coming to you today with a podcast that we talk about the booty call. Yes, the booty call. It's kind of long overdue. And also the different dynamics of the booty call within the black gay relationships and also black gay community. As we all know, many times when we have booty calls, well, it kind of changes a little bit. Changes to friendships, changes into business partners, changes into um, just in case those every now and then blue moon or blue nights where you need some uh, comfort. And it may change into a, a different type of relationship where you never really thought it would actually go. And I wanted to explore that a little bit. And I do have special guests where we actually discussed it over dinner. Uh, one, Titus, who is a professional licensed therapist. His brother, Tony, who's also a finance professional. And their friend, Reggie, who is also an advertising executive. And I wanted to have this conversation uh, mainly because a lot of people would actually be able to relate to it. So I hope you don't mind with the little bit cleaning of the dishes every now and then. But uh, we had this over dinner and we were I was basically invited over to Titus's home, which I definitely appreciated because I was hungry that day. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we're going to continue with the conversation. And again, this is the booty call uh, session. This is uh, over Brother Speak podcast where we're talking about black LGBT issues and topics. And let me take it away. Introducing... Tony. We're in a room with 30 Negroes and we're all coupled up, so there's 15 couples. Mm-hmm. And if you're like, oh yeah, how long y'all been together? Because you know that conversation come up. It will. It how will. long y'all been together? Oh, tw- 10 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's, no, I'm saying 10 years. Hi, 10 years. Oh, what do y'all mean? Oh, at a party? Lies. <laughs> the lies you tell. Right, exactly. But, no, let me finish. Let me finish. The lies you tell. Me and Rich have been in situations. And when we first met, and we went into like a setting. Oh, how long y'all been together? Oh, three years. How y'all meet? Oh, through a friend. And after that party, I was like, look, we need to get this shit together. Because I'm about to say Adam. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm about to say Adam. So we need to get this shit together. And he was like, well, we had to have a conversation among the two of us. It's not really, it's not an issue. Because we know people on Grindr, Jack, Adam. BGC, whatever website it is, we know people on that. Because in the black gay community, you, you're not going to meet nobody at church or the family reunion. No, you are not at church. But no, no, no. You're not going to meet them at church for like a long-term relationship and be okay with it. You yes. meet them at church, blowjob, eat ass, one, one-on-one hookup. <laughs> it's true. Thank you. And then it's after true. that, you're not going to be honest it's how true. you met if it becomes a long-term exactly. thing. Exactly. So exactly. in the black gay community... If somebody asking you, like, if my coworkers, if I bring Richard to a fundraiser and I say, hey, this is my partner Richard, oh, how y'all met? Are we ready to say Adam? Now, my coworkers, they right. know every gay website right. it is. And oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so, the straight, straight community are aware now of Jack. Right. Thank you. Right. They are. Right. Yeah, so, right. are you going to say that? Because in the straight community, my, my younger brother, he meet girls all the time on fish. Back. Fish, fish, whatever. Page. Yeah. Right. yeah. Right. So here, I say to Sean, how you meet her? Oh, on the fish website. Right. Cool. And you're so now, like, oh, right. Now, <laughs> when I go home, <laughs> I'm working with. Right. Let me say, me and my younger brother, me and my younger brother room, and Rich is here. His girlfriend here. Oh, how y'all met? On oh, fish. Oh, Tony, how you and Rich met? Adam. Oh, what's Adam? It's a, a this gay. Starts to open up more. Yeah. So, but the thing about it that. We become so like closet case that we don't want to say that. True, right. and we become so shamed about it. We won't say that because it, it, in our mind, it brings about stigma. 
But in the straight community, they don't know about the stigma in the straight They don't. They're like, what is that? You're like a gay wedding site, gay dating website. Cool. Reggie. But that's, but then, so then, so help me to understand where I was, and maybe I missed, maybe you did co-sign on it, but maybe I missed it. So if my mother asked me, where did you meet Billy Bob? I'm saying, I met him on a gay website. You are saying that I have to define it as Adam. No, my mother's seventy something years old. She ain't understanding Adam. She understands a gay website. Let me me get my point of view. Titus. Yeah, man. Yeah, mama met such and such Bill Bob on a gay website. All right, son. What website you meet him on? I met him on Adam. I mean, because she, 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 usually, but, she, but, usually, but even if she said that, let me, let me, let me your mom may not, may not allude to that. Right. But for the, the, the well, most parents in life, which one? They, the follow-up question right. is what will get you. Right, the follow-up, the follow-up question is like, okay, well, what is Adam for Adam? Now, you're going you're gonna to ask and basically tell them, oh, well, it's a dating site. And most people who actually is a dating site, I've never heard right. of that. Right. Yeah, uh, right. They'll think of, you know, the gay version of eHarmony. They'll think oh. of so many <laughs> other... BlackPeopleMeet.com. Oh, BlackPeopleMeet. Thank you. Right. And so right. they're, they're like, really? So how was your first date? And how are you going to define your first date as a booty call? But do you know what? As a hookup. The, the thing, the thing as is, a, well, what's, and, what's wrong with it, though? What's but wrong my, with the because nobody wants to be defined as that, that well, little lady. That is a straight Because I tell, because I tell people all the time when me and Richard first met, I had chased him for a year. I said it's just a booty call. It's just sex. But after I found, we finally hooked up. It became more than that. Right. So I have no problem telling people how. I have no problem taking people through the timeline. Thank I you. do That's not. Only because I'm comfortable with me. And I'm comfortable with the fact that I had hookups on several websites. Yep. I'm okay with yeah. that. I don't I feel like yeah. as a shame, and I don't feel like I, I'm not in a corner saying you don't need to know my business. Yeah, I'm not. That's not me. Yeah, it's my, not me. For me and my mother, in it early on when she found out I was gay, I was like, only ask questions that you want answers to. If I told her that I met Billy Bob on a gay dating website. And then she was like, well, what website? And she kept pushing and asking more questions. I would just present it to her. I'm like, Brenda, only ask questions that you really want answers to. I would stop it there. And if she continued to ask questions, then I wouldn't have a problem with answering her questions. What do you mean you said Brenda? Brenda? Uh-oh. Titus. So the topic is is booty calls okay or not? But, well, no. The, the basically how booty calls morph into so many different aspects of our lives, how to really affect our lives in many positive ways, and the relationships that we have in our surroundings. Booty calls really affect us. Now, not to say that I've slept with all my friends and I've developed all the friends. That's actually not the case. But I've had booty calls where those people have actually helped me out with legal services. <laughs> those people have, have definitely said, oh, you know, I can actually make a nice little meal for you because I know how to cook and nice chef. I've had, uh, I just dip in a different array of things. Well, and, you know, for me, it's, it's booty calls, of, I mean, as a clinician. I mean, yes. I'm going to put the hat on first. Yes, you are a clinician. Right. I think that booty calls are healthy. Okay, and they're healthy in so many different ways. For, I agree. Yeah, for uh, but I think that's healthy when you understand what what you're doing for yourself first. Yes, like if, if you're single, for example, and you want to have booty calls as a as a leverage for your transition and from one relationship to the next. Okay, it's healthy. Or if you if you say I'm single and I'm just, I just need to kind of 
um, sets myself physically, not financially, all the other stuff, then that's healthy. Or if you're even trying to satisfy yourself financially, that's also healthy. Yes. So you're making a decision doing what's necessary for yourself. When it becomes unhealthy, it's when you cannot um, satisfy, you, you don't feel satisfied, um, you um, become codependent. Mm-hmm. Now, those people who are codependent on like a trade boy. Yeah. Like, like, oh my God, I can't do anything unless I have a trade boy. Yeah. Or they have low self esteem. And they can't. They, they don't think they can get anybody else but this guy who's going to come in for five or ten minutes and do whatever exactly. and then leave. Exactly. That's when it's unhealthy. But if you have a, a, a perspective where your needs are being met, your needs, in my opinion, booty calls are healthy when your needs are being met, not the other people, person needs to be met. Yeah. Now they their needs, their needs are being met on some level, but you have to kind of be selfish within a sense because, in my opinion, like when your needs have to be met first. Now the other person, his or her. Yeah, needs to be met as well. But you have to come in. You have to look at. Uh, I look at it in my personal opinion that my needs are being met first because I'm going out to do this or to meet this person online yeah. or in a club, right. restaurant, Home Depot, Lowe's, public But when you meet, whenever you meet that person, you have to be very clear what needs you are met. Yes, yeah. and and I think that if it comes out of a relationship, okay, let's have that conversation. Reggie, do we do, do you think that we as gay black men actually have the voice at times to express just that? Titus, on, on whoever your name is, I want to have this encounter with you tonight. Mm-hmm. My sexual needs are A B C D E F N G. Do you negotiate? How do you negotiate that? Or do you believe that we are negotiating that at all times? Because I don't think that oftentimes when somebody meets someone on Adam or Jack or whatever, they may have the concept of I'm a top or I'm a bottom. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that they're fully negotiating intimacy, sex, or whatever. I think On the contrary. Well, I just think it's my To answer your question, they are, you are negotiating because it's based on what this, if the sex is good or not. Because well, it's, it's this horrible sex. Guess what? I may not call you. And you're not but call the, but me. That's not, I'm saying Wait. negotiating beforehand. Before before you, are, you are negotiating because if you, when you, if you for example, let's take uh, an online sex site. Okay. Let's say Adam Adam. So the profile is already there. You know what you know you know basically what the person is, is about. Whether it's top, bottom, versatile, or transgender, you know what that person is about. So you gotta got an idea what you're gonna get on the front end. And then you, then once you exchange that communication, you have a conversation with their text or phone, that person comes to your house, you go to that person's house, a hotel, wherever you meet, then you already know what you're getting. So so you're being satisfied on so many different levels, mentally, sexually, and emotionally. Okay, let me let me chime in. Okay. I totally hear what you're saying, and I totally hear what you're saying. When you meet somebody, whether it's online, in the club, um, at Sizzle, at the pool, whatever. Mm-hmm. So the, cut, the initial, the initial interaction is that you gotta find out what your, what their sexual desires are if it meets your sexual desires. So my thing is with gay men is that don't be shy, lie. Open your mouth. Don't waste my time. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you need. Tell me how this is going to go. If you don't tell me, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. I'm going to tell you up front. This is how this is going to go. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm looking for. This is what I don't like. This is what I do like. 
if it's a a partnership or pair, whatever, we'll find out then. Now, if you're online, my thing is that people post profiles online of what they want you to hear. Exactly. Right. So if I'm posting something online that, hell, I'm ten inches home. I'm aggressive. I'm looking for that wifey. I'm looking for that submissive. I'm looking for that verse, whatever. I'm gonna tell you what I want to hear. However, once you hit my profile, mm-hmm. and then the conversation starts from there, you on the other end, if you don't come to me and say, "Hey, I need blah 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 blah," even though what your profile said, but I need blah 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 blah, because the profile to me is all lies. A lot of times, yeah, it's super a lot of times, all lies. Yeah. So if you don't take that initiative and and, and, and you don't probe and drive into that. Of course, you're gonna get something that's disappointing. So, I think that I think that we are we're on the same page yeah. because I think that often for me, my let me let me make I statements. I statement for me. I don't always believe that the encounters that I've had were necessarily about sex. Right. Sometimes they were just about intimacy. Right. Early on in my gay life. I didn't know how to negotiate intimacy. The only way that I knew to get intimacy was through sex. And into sex, I knew that intimacy would be there or I would be able to get it and figure it out. As I've gotten older, I'm really clear on, like, you know what? This is what I need to know. I'm really not interested in your dick or your ass or anything else. All I really want is you some... Yourself. You want to be in hell. But you know what? But you, but, you, but, you, but you guys laugh at that. No, no, like, no, you know, no, it's not really. It's actually but, a really intimate but, but, thing. But, I mean, but sincerely, though, it's like sometimes it's like it's not about the sex. I just want somebody to sleep next to or someone just to be well, there. Well, let me ask you a question. Sure, so let's let's pick the picture. Okay. You, you're in your bedroom and you are online. Communicate with somebody, and, you, and the person responds back on whatever level. Right. And you say that person, okay, well, I, just, I won't be held. And what's, what's, what's the usual response? Yeah. Sometimes I will. Sometimes one, I'm Sorry. not. One for me, I'm not the instant hookup. I'm not the three texts on Adam or whatever the website is, and then we meet. Right. That doesn't work for me. But if I've communicated with you for a week or so, by the time that I'm saying, like, okay, I'm open to meeting you, I'm like, the thing that I really want is I'm not really looking for sex. And if that's what you, because I'm clear, because I'll tell you before you get here, because I ain't trying to set you up, and you're nowhere in hell trying to set me up. I'm like, you know what? What I need tonight is someone to lay next to me. I I would say this. I respect that, because I think a lot of us do look for that. But what happens is that we kind of project. I want a booty call, yeah. but that's what you really want. Especially what your pic- what does your picture look like? Well, I mean, if you're picture your booty, let's keep it clear. If you're picture your booty, your ass, your dick, your body, let's let's wait a minute. You already gave yourself a perception before you even open the red profile. I don't think that that's always a fair assessment because I think that the I think that I think that as gay men we or men period we're totally visual. If I have show me no photo, if I have no photo on there, show me a feed. If I have no photo <laughs> on there, if I have no photo on there, but a decent profile, the words sit back and say what I'm looking for. Versus somebody, depending on what you need, somebody's ten inch dick or somebody's big ass on the website. You're totally going to ignore me and move right on past me and go to the next. Program. Maybe not. No, no, no. That's not true because a lot of people. And I, it's, it's kind of funny because there were some statistics. Marketing. There were some statistics that was actually done. 
And I remember we had to actually have this discussion before. Some of the statistics actually show that there is a percentage that actually goes online because they just want to be within the community. There's another percentage who actually goes online because, yes, they want to hook up. And this is There's African a, American or gay? This is actually gay in general. And this and there's another percentage that actually says, you know what, I'm looking for a relationship. That was actually probably like the top five mm-hmm. in there. Those who are actually looking for a relationship. So the reason why, so the thing about it is when it comes to that profile picture, that's the so first I, introduction so to four person. Can I ask you all? If you all are looking for a relationship and you stumble upon Adam or Jack or whatever, and a person's profile is a picture of their anus. Or a picture of their dick erect. Does that set a flag for you on? No. I'm like because if you go on using your using your using your thought process about the percentage of people who go on looking for relationships. Yes. If I'm on a website looking for some looking for someone for a relationship, I'm I get my degree in advertising, so I'm thinking advertising. What I see initially is the way that you're presenting yourself and you're advertising yourself to me. So if I see your well, dick or your ass, that's the initial. Yeah, right. can the I, initial. Can, Am you, I, can you my my response to that? There are a lot of guys that are online that may say, "Well, I'm looking for a relationship," but they're not. They're not. They're not probably showing dick and ass, but their personality is some something completely different. They're like, "Oh, I'm not. I'm. I'm. Look, I'm I want to find that right boo." But you get with them or you meet that person, but they, they don't line 24 7 they're addicted to it. Right. Or they're not showing you who they really are. I rather, if you, I rather you show me your dick and ass, and that's who you really are, than you show me ne- nothing at all. Well, I, no. I think that you can, I think that that piece initially, if I see your dick or your ass, so I see nothing. Mm-hmm. In communicating with you for a week or two online before I actually meet you, I've kind of weeded out some people. And then there are some who come underneath the radar that when I meet them in person, I'm like, really don't? Well, see, I'll be honest with you. This is what I have come across because a lot of people, I'm a vibe person. I want to feel that vibe. Right. Yeah, me too. I, 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 I want to see. I want to see how the vibe is because if I don't get me wrong, you've already are very attractive. I see certain parts of your body or some, or, or your body in general or maybe your cute face. Something already said, okay, I want to meet this person. Mm-hmm. And because of the fact that I said I'm more of a vibe feel, and we've communicated, we didn't communicate what we liked. We just said we want to go with the vibe first. Right. I have had situations where I have had the cuddle situation because the vibe was right. Did I think in myself, I'm still going to get some? Yes. Did it happen? <laughs> Not all the time. Uh-huh. But the but the vibe was right to keep me there. Right. right. And right. to let me stay overnight. Right. And we actually wound up cuddling and mm-hmm. everything else. We find out we you know good conversation mm-hmm. we really love and enjoyed actually being in that moment mm-hmm. we want to repeat it mm-hmm. and then of course that second time around yeah we may actually hit it you know get it get it over with but then the conversation was still right, right. the the intimacy was actually great mm-hmm. and everything we had a, a longer time and actually got to know each other better and mm-hmm. more so because the vibe was there right it wasn't right. as quickly like these are the shopping cart lists of what I desire. Right. That it made it seem less intimate and mm-hmm. just as long as you can fulfill that and go for it. Right. But right. because I was looking for the vibe that changed things. I now I think with that vibe translates over to friendships, mm-hmm. relationships, right. uh, 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 somebody to fix your plumbing. Or right. whatever. <laughs> but, you, but you know what? All in all, you're so right. That's all in all. Saying. I would agree with you. Because, like, right. the, let's say from the foundation 
of us of being black gay men, we didn't have a a gay cotillion. A gay cotillion. My mother's so, a Delta. Yeah. Okay. All right. She probably was part of Jackie. No. Uh, I think, but I no, think, no, no, no. Jason. No. We, we didn't have things like that growing up, so you're not able to come full circle who you are until you either leave home or even until you get to a certain age. It's like fuck it. Yep. So a booty call is probably the only onset of who you know or how you able to contact somebody. Right. So my thing is like whether you show your dick, ass, feet, chest, cuticles, or whatever, <laughs> your profile description may get my attention. So right. from there, it's like let's go from there. Whether we're gonna fuck or not, maybe not be an issue or whatnot. But my thing is that go from where where you know. Exactly. Go from where yes. you know. So I've met people online showing me ass, dick, feet, and whatever, and. When we connect, whether we're connecting or me fucking them, them fucking me or whatever, that vibe yes. comes into play. It does. It's it that really does. I need to know if we're here, if we are here, like connecting, yeah. whether it's going to be top, bottom, verse, or whatever, it's going to happen. It's right? going right. to right. happen. Right. So, in far as with the booty call, it's healthy, it's I needed. Agree. Yeah. It, we. It, Keep it going. Right. So I have a website to say it's just booty call. Right. Right. I, no, I have a question. Let's just keep it going. And I, I, I have a question. So, let me ask you guys this question. So, what if you are in a relationship and are and you have... I know what it's going to be. I'm in my element. I'm sorry. So, what if you're in a relationship or on some level, whether you're living together or you're not living together. Yes. And you're still having booty calls. Now, to... to Either with each other, mm-hmm. like role play, yeah. Or if you and well, well I guess wait, wait. We can, with each other as in role play, meaning that you all are doing things with one another and no one else, right. or you're inviting someone else. Well, and just living in that fantasy well, with one another, first okay. of all. Okay, right. Which I think is healthy. I think okay, no, and, and that's fine. I just, want to, um, I just want to clear. Yeah, it. I, I love role play. It kind of spices. Okay. Kind of spices the moment. Finish coming up. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You met a person on Adam or whomever or wherever, and then you guys um, seem to have had one night stands that lead into a relationship. You know, well, I, I think that's kind of sexy to go. So, um, I meet you at a club one night and then you know, go back to a hotel, whatever. So, yeah, so do you think it's healthy or realistic? Or even okay to still have booty calls outside of a relationship when you are in, in a relationship. You, okay, that depends on the conversation that you actually have. Okay, yes. if you've had that conversation to where we are open, we are not a committed relationship. Okay. And I found that even in the last podcast that I've done with the divorce, oh, correction, not divorce, but married and uh, committed and committed but unmarried uh, podcast, we found that there was you know, each couples are different. You know, uh, some couples will say, look. I'm starting a relationship off, to be perfectly honest with you, I think I want to keep the relationship open. Mm-hmm. Now, if the other partner has a problem with it, then therefore they wouldn't proceed with it. But in some cases, the, other, the partner either said, well, you know, they have a little issues with that, but they still continued mm-hmm. with the other person. Maybe because of the fact that the other person's desires and they want, they risk or felt that they would risk losing that person, possibility. Or is the fact that the other person was like, no, this is what we're going to do. And the person, you know, went with it, but realized that it was harder than they thought. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and and even I had to have that conversation with some people to say, okay, is it that I thought it was a ten year time frame when you open that relationship up? No, no. On the contrary, you start from scratch. A lot of cases say, nope, uh-uh, this is what I want from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. So as long as you have a healthy conversation, mm-hmm. as long as you have that conversation and there's a meeting in the minds, it can be with other people. But a lot of people just want to make sure that you don't give your heart away. Right. That can be difficult, too. Right. But for some people, you know, actually right. it works well. Some people just share the same right. person. Okay. Right. That's the conversation. Yeah. That's the conversation that I've I know I know of relationships where it's they've been together five, seven, ten years and it's very much open. I'm always like the both do both of them know this open? Yes, both of it's it's open for both of them. But I'm just like, you know what? I get it from your perspective of day one, we walk into this and you're like, hey, Reggie, this is what we're doing. And this is what I want, and this is whatever. If on day one you tell me that, I'm gonna let you know day one. Yeah, you know what? I'm really not down for that. However, I'm still trying to figure out the brother that's gonna have that audacity to come to me three years, five years, seven years into the relationship and say, like, dude, what I need is for us to open up this relationship. This is Kevin. He's coming in and he's going to be in our bed. Or this is Kevin. I'm going to sleep with him. You're going to be okay with this. And yeah, that that's just it. I'm For me, I think that it's a conversation. If it's going to happen, has to happen day one, early one in a relationship. Whoa. But three, five years, seven. For me, I'm, just, I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying. What, what I'm trying. What I can't. I, I have I sincerely even my friends who are or friends or associates that I know who are in that type of relationship I've really tried to wrap my mind around let, it and I'm like just, I'm not there let me just say this and, that, and I'm not let, saying that it's right or wrong no 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 no, 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 no I just don't understand let me just say this. how he's going to come to me and say that but no let me just without say getting this. shot okay. <laughs> no no okay let's go back to the booty call okay go back to the booty call you meet somebody on a booty call scheme. The fact that you become a relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now you met on Adam. You met on BGC. You met on Groundwork, and he becomes a relationship. What's BGC? No, you know what? You're not that great. <laughs> Go ahead. We on one year apart. You know this. So let's say you, you you met on those sites, and okay, you hooked up. You buy well. You you evolve into a relationship, but my thing is that you was on a gay networking social media hookup relationship oriented. However, you want to classify the site when you when you connected. So if you didn't have that conversation of your desires, and this may lead into your fetish topic, but you didn't if you didn't have that conversation of what you like and what you don't like. Three years from three years from that relationship, it's gonna come out. If you like threesomes, you like to be tied up, you like to be pissed on, you like things like that, it's gonna come up. So my thing is that when you meet that person, that conversation is not had in the beginning, and if it's happening in relation in year one, year two, year three, embrace that relationship because at the end of the day, whatever desires you have. He may have. I'm not and you saying, won't know I'm that not, until you have that conversation. I'm not, I'm not but, saying that within the first right, six I, months or stuff. I think, yeah, because I I, I, personally, 
I asked all what some people are like, I can't, I can't believe you would ask that. What, what a freak not? I will ask a bunch of finances, what money yeah. wants to you, what is a relationship, but you don't miss what something. makes it, and, and I may, yeah. but, you don't miss something. but the, the, cons, the construct that I have in getting to know somebody is we've had a dialogue. I'm constantly asking questions in order to get to know you. I don't believe in a construct of tell me about yourself. Because if, if I told you, tell me about yourself, I'm an Otis survivor, grew up in Detroit, well, whatever. I'm going to throw this out at you. Do you know exactly how you're going to feel next month? Do you no. know how you're going to feel next year? No. Because, in fact, the relationships during the process, you're going to come across feelings that you probably never thought before. Mm-hmm. There's, and, and, and there's times where you said to yourself, I want a committed relationship and that's it. You go for it for five years, having sex with the same person for five years. Six years, you're like, wait a minute. But that booty is the other side. The balls Baby, let me tell you, I need something new. I need some new sweaty nuts. For me, it's about for me, it's about saying that Reggie. Hopefully, I'm in a relationship with a brother that we are open to communication. And in year one, we're just happy, we're in love, we get whatever we've had, what I perceive and he perceives mm-hmm. as this open communication. Year two, three, whatever, things change, and you're we absolutely do. right. Yeah. I have no idea what my life is going to look like a year from now. Right. What may happen between now and 365 days from now. Yeah. However, if I'm with some brother who is saying, you know what, your good, ba- your good days, your bad days, your okay days, at the end of the day, I'm still your motherfucking number one cheerleader. Even when I don't like you, I woke up this morning, you got on my damn nerves. If something happens... I'm still committed to you and this relationship because if I let you fall, I let our relationship fall. Right. If I have the brother that says that to me and has that understanding, then I'm like, you know what? I'm cool with that. Three years from now, we can go through whatever because you know what? Life is going to push out some shit to us that we are nowhere near prepared for that neither of us have thought about. In that process, if it comes down to, you know what, Reggie, dude, you know what? Kevin is my co-worker. This is what I want. And I want him to be with us in the bed. And he's coming over on next Tuesday. And it's not three years into it. At this point in my life, in my life experiences, I'm not sure if I'm emotionally able to accept. You may not be. Let me just say That's this. That's true. Let me, that, let me say this. Like at, um, at 19, when I first entered a relationship, I knew nothing about a relationship, period. Right. And I think even today, I, I'm still learning about a relationship with even myself. No, in a relationship, but, but, but it's but never my, about but, the other but person. My, but my, about my, you. my point I'm trying to make is like, call, it's a conversation we've had. Conversation, yes. That, you know, I think that at 19, my, my construct of relationship was, was, was he and I. And it was, my, my worldview was very small because I thought that. Okay, it's just he and I forever. Like, but no, we're not together. Obviously, at forty-two, you know, and I, and I say I say that because as we grew, my first year looked markedly different from my third year. My year four looked markedly different from my first year. But what, what, why why it was so different is because I started being realistic with people are and how and people how, how they show up in life. 
you know and 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 I think what we do we create this um this version of relationships based on our parents good bad and different or exactly. not yeah. um and then we create this whole this whole construct I call schemas of of experiences based on going to the prom getting a license being the first person to go to college we create this whole type of different paradigm of how our life is going to be and when we don't have that then we're, we're, we're somewhat in shock we're in shock the fact that our partners come to us at year five and say you know what I want to bring somebody else in my bedroom yeah. like why are we in shock by that oh why wait a minute we're in shock because the first year or two we were just all together we were right. best friends but now you're going to bring somebody in our relationship but what we, we failed to realize that person want, that person wants more exactly. and that person wants to experience more than just me, that I'm, I'm no longer the most important person in that person's life. Right. And I think that's, that's, that's right. what we're becoming so shocked about. Right. Yeah. Bringing somebody, okay, you met on a booty call. Yeah. I met, me and my partner met on A for A. Okay. And I, at front, I said, okay, it's just sex. What's A for A? Adam for Adam. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> for the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> we met, said we just having sex. <laughs> But like, but let me just let me just break it down. Your profile, okay, whatever it title says, and Close that your whole no no, but that, whatever title says. But then that part that says you have to check out those boxes. What you're into, friendship, one on one, threesome, oh, yeah. fetish. Yeah. I mean, when you check off all Can those, you should add catfish. Whatever it is, but <laughs> but the thing is, you check off all those things that you're into. Yes. But you meet that person, and like for that booty call, and y'all become an item. Mm-hmm. Y'all become a couple. But <laughs> you have to say in year two, three, or five, whatever, that when we met on my profile, I said I had mixed fetishes. Okay, let's address those mixed fetishes right now because it's just been the two of us. So if we're addressing those mixed fetishes. What that mixed fetish is, just like we go to Flex in Atlanta, we go to the the den, whatever, like bathhouse, or yeah. we invite somebody in. Like, come on now, we cannot be ignorant to the fact that we we met on those terms. That like, <laughs> you know, we met on those terms, and and we when we finally hooked up. Oh yeah, I'm gonna suck your dick and eat your ass, suck your toe and stuff like that. But in year two, you don't do those things. Well, see, now sometimes you forget too, because how you play it off in the first three months of that relationship. If you didn't introduce that booty, that that the threesome, that fetish, that in the first three months, that person's kind of caught up in the. They forgot about your profile. They right. forgot about who all your desires. They just figured, well, that was just his booty call phase. This is the one that I is committed to yeah. now, and all of that has changed. I have changed him. And I, and sometimes we become that caught okay, up change, there. but. It's real that I'm just like, you know what? You have this idealized version of, you know what? I have this. This is what my profile originally said when you met me five years ago. Why you? Why are you acting crazy now? No, boo boo kitty. You become a church girl. <laughs> you become a church girl. No, no. And it's not. It's I mean, not. It's not don't, 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 you know, I'm, 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 ask, I'm talking my experience. It's not about that for me. I'm just still saying, I'm like, you know what? Let's. It's, I think our relationship is a constantly evolving thing. I mean, the relationship I had with you in 2010 is not the relationship that I expect to have with you in 2016. We should have more than evolved and grown yeah. into understanding one another and being able to support one another and grow and mm-hmm. depend on one another. 
With that said, the bullshit that we use to meet one another, I'm kind of like... You're over I, I, it, For me, yeah, I'm like, okay, you're my partner. I met Tony on Adam. What the fuck? That doesn't mean anything. That's how I met him. But what, what the foundation of our relationship is not about how we met. The foundation of our relationship is the day-to-day commitment that we put into it to sit back and say that, you know what, at the end of the day, even when you're, I'm not your number one cheerleader, I'm still committed to your ass. But I'm gonna... I am still, I'm still doing the things that I need to do to help uphold you because if I let you fall, I let our relationship fall. But let me tell you, this, my thing is that, okay, okay, you met on the booty call. Yes. That's fine and dandy. Mm-hmm. It evolves into a relationship. Yes. You five years in, and let's say that booty call is just dry now. Yes. Happens. Yeah. You need to you need to respark that shit. But but I don't think I don't think that how you met is the catalyst for what no it's not it's, it's not it's not the catalyst. But let me just tell you if if that relationship is going dry. You met on the booty call, whether that evolved into church, like no, regardless, 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 you need to reignite that shit. It's right. a work, it's a work ethic that doesn't come in a relationship right. because people come sometimes forget that aspect. You know what? Let me say, you met at church, y'all at the Pentecostal church, just like hitting the tambourines hard as hell. Oh, Jesus is Jesus okay, that you all, but but, uh, but, uh, but, uh, but no, no. But the thing about it, you you okay, you in church, you doing whatever, and when you meet, you do your thing. Oh, I met him in the and um down in the church basement while we were setting up um Pastor Dinner. Right. And we just got it in. I sucked his dick, he fucked me, I fucked him and all this stuff. Okay, it was hot. The drive and everything was hot. It was hot and easy. It was hot and easy. That aspect was easy. But let me just tell you, if that evolves into a relationship five years from now, either you go back to the basement of the church. You go back to somebody else's church. You have to reunite that because you got to keep it going. If you don't keep it going, if you don't keep, in my in my opinion, if you don't keep that booty call mentality going in your relationship, whether it's you and your partner, or you spice it up, bring somebody in, you spice it up, go to the beach and fuck, or you, I'm sorry, <laughs> or if you, I'm going to just explicit. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> if you go to a bathhouse and fuck, and you invite somebody, in, you got to keep those things. Now here's now. Wait a minute now. Let's throw twenty years in there. You have tried five years. You put on that new outfit. Ten years, you go to those same spot. Fifteen years, you go to those beaches and open public places. Twenty years, you're like, we've done it all at this time. I just really just not my dick is not going to get hard right now. Mm-hmm. Let me watch the game. So, you have tried 20 years and you've done all the spice you can, and then it resulted down to maybe once every two weeks. At that 20 20 year mark, then it really does. I would hope that you all are in a space that, or I'm in that relationship where it's 20 years and it. Our sexual relationship has become, like you said, every two weeks or once a month, that we begin to have a dialogue. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. is it that we are at an age where sex is just not the way it used to be at 20 and 30? We're 60 and 70, and you know, eh, I love you, but I ain't trying to do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. if it is very much, I still have this strong sexual desire. I got my Viagra, Cialis, and whatever. I want to just get it in anytime and anytime, anytime and anywhere I can. 
maybe not with you. I still love you. I'm just not the sexual something is gone. That's when, like I said before, the the conversation of all right, are we open to looking at something different? Because if I'm sexually frustrated, you're sexually frustrated right. too. If twenty and years we need, that, we need to have that kind of conversation to say like, what do we do differently about right. this? Because I'm not leaving you. And you sure in the hell ain't leaving me after 20 years. Now, 20 years in, if you have any questions yes. or conversations about trying to spice it up or, like, you know, just, keep, I mean, keep, just, it, keep it new. But, I mean, but you got to think about it. I'm not saying it's not valid. I'm okay. not saying that. But if you're having a conversation about 20 years in, let, I'm, I'm going to use myself as an example. I'm 41. 20 years from now. If I had to have a conversation with Richard about we need to spice it up, baby, whatever you like, just go do it. That's my opinion. Because I'm at 60. At 60 mm-hmm. years old, in my, my opinion, like What's that little bar? If, uh, if, if, I've, if we've done it over the 20-year period, if there's, if there's something new you want me to try, I'll try. But the person I am, like, <laughs> dude, I'm tired. Well, you, know, I, you know, one of the reasons why I bring that up is also because of the fact that, keep in mind, I just, like I said, I just had a, a podcast with those that are married. Mm-hmm. They got married maybe a year ago, but they've been together for over 24 years. Mm-hmm. One of them is like, no, we are committed to one another. The other one's like, listen, <laughs> we are men, <laughs> and where are you going to go? Where you gonna go? <laughs> right. uh, yeah, we married now. You gonna get my pension? <laughs> yeah, so we, it's just I mean, so you know I love you. I'm invested into you. When I die, you get everything, baby. Because right. I, I love you. Right. But when it comes to this aspect, mm-hmm. you know, I just think differently. Yeah, it should be a conversation. I, I don't know what they do. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, is, it should be a conversation, and, that, and it is a conversation. a conversation yes. with the fact that. Okay, 20 years in of this relationship, we let's say we met when we was 25. Mm-hmm. And 20 years in a relationship, at 25, we the first five They met years, when they were in their 40s. When they, when they one 40s. had a child, the other one didn't. Really? Okay, so... This is a podcast. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, podcast. but you know what, somebody probably, either one of them got it in early. Somebody got in early. They did a lot. Like... For me, growing up, growing up, I was just like, I'm not dating a man. I'll date a female. I'm not dating a man until I have that mental stability. I know I'm gay, but I'm gonna have that mental stability that I know. Okay, I'm gonna embrace the fact that I'm gay, but I'm I'm still gonna be focused. I'm not gonna let that drive me. Yeah. So I I did. I let I let myself drive me, and then knowing that I'm a gay gay man. But after I accomplished certain things, I was like, okay, let me be the gay man I want to be. Let me just be a free, let me just be a whole, let me do this, whatever. So, after I've done that, let's say 10, 12 years, when I meet somebody, they have not done that. The conversation is like, okay, babe, let me just tell you what I've done. Really? And you have to, if you want to. You go in your history like that? <laughs> Why not? Ooh, I don't know about that one. No, I may be the one percent of the population. No, but let me finish. I may be the one percent of the population, but I need to say if I meet somebody I want to be with long term, yeah. I can't sugarcoat it and not be. I cannot be um, a phantom. Oh, you saying um, that? Wait, 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 wait. I cannot disguise myself 
And then we're having frustration. We're having like irritable situations where you're mad. I'm not expressing myself. You're not expressing. Well, I can't get in things like well, that because it's so frustrating if you want to be with somebody for a long well, time. Well, so what you learn in that same situation, if you would, let's say, for the same <laughs> if you did parks, like you had sex in parks. Would you tell your partner that? I never did that, but okay. I'm saying, I'm Would you reveal that? Would you if reveal I did, if, I, if I'm with somebody I want to be with, I'm like, I would what? have to. They would have to accept no, me. Wait, well, wait a minute now. Uh-huh. You know, the one I used to be in my 20s is a different person than I, so okay. I don't know about yeah. bitching all that stuff. Of course it is. Well, sorry, sorry. Okay. So, <laughs> I, I just asked that, I asked that question because I think that, well, personally, I think it's important to tell your partner, whoever you're with long term, who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that most people don't kind of dive into their history on, on some level. Yeah. And I think they, they give you the demographics that I'm from here, this is what I'm looking for. G rated version, basically. And I'm not saying that's wrong. Please, I'm not. Because it's intro. It's intro. I think as I get to know a person, I will be personal. I'll dive into more. So and get to know to me that like we've got a hump two or three years, and but then therefore let me say how I'm, I see it. Oh, how, how for me personally, and it's just me personally. I think that the first year for me at this age at least is like okay, well I'm gonna get to know this person, see what they're about. I want I really want to have fun and just enjoy that person, get to know who they are, and how they operate, how they know how I operate. Then you're two or three or whomever, and then moving beyond that, then I'm just curious on like what they want in life. Like, I mean, do they want to be married, cohabited together, or do they want children together? Or even if they did one, and if they do, and like my, my partner said, hey, you know, T, you know what? Well, listen, we have a conversation. What's the conversation about? Uh, my conversation to you is about okay. I used to be like so dick at parks. Okay, well. Was but, it good? And, and, yeah, like, my question, okay, first off, I would ask, okay, why are you bringing this up? Yeah. Right, right. I mean, like, why are you bringing this up? To me, I'm, 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 why are you bringing something like is it something we're not doing that we should be doing? Yeah, or, or, or is, is, more adventurous. It's part of your thing. My, my thing. You is want like, some bush like, around us? What we do? Like, like some people watch, watch us. What we do it? And if that's, if that's what you want, then tell me. And they will schedule like nine fifteen. You know, <laughs> so much on though. Friday night. Tell me this question though. Okay, you meet somebody on Adam. Uh-huh. And he love he, Adam. He yeah, loves yeah, him, Adam. He forget all grind up. Forget grind up. I don't know any other Adam. <laughs> <laughs> right, I don't know that one either. E harmony. Yeah, I seen. Yeah, right. But let me just say, <laughs> let me say this: that if you meet somebody on Adam, um, that's a booty call, and it involves a relationship. But you've done those things, and then to spice up the relationship, and they say, "Oh, let's fucking depart." What are you gonna say? I'm like, yeah, let's go. And they say, oh, have you ever done this before? Yeah, I'm like, no, I haven't. Well, you can try it. Nothing's wrong with opening up your. But okay, if you've done it in the past, no, sir, if I haven't done it. No, he's I'm saying not. that you had. That was if his you question. had. If you okay, because I'm using myself as yeah, example. If I, if, 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 I, if I if I had sex in a park, and my partner has not, I'm like, well, let's try it. 
Okay, so let's go back to what I was saying. I said, long we can't go to jail, though. Okay. Here's my thing, though. Here's what I have an issue with. If I meet somebody I want to grow with, I want you to be as open with me as I am with you. Right. Now, I I prefer the fact that if we meet online, we're kicking it for six months for a year. Then we say, hey, we want to be exclusive. When we decide to do that, right. my thing is that lay on the table who you are, what you want, right. how you want to do it. Because I think if you get into year five and if I'm into bondage and you didn't know that from year one, right. it may be a deal breaker. Well, because you probably discovered that per- But Reggie, you know what? Reggie wants to say something. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, my, my, my take though is, is I think, and I'm not with Tony on a lot of things, but I'm with Tony on this one. I'm like, you know what? It, it doesn't for me that construct about like my my past it doesn't have to be like in this first second third date okay I'm going to tell you my past sit down and I'm going to just divulge all of this it could be something that's very gradual or it could be very much a conversation for me I'm always into I hate the tell me about yourself question because that doesn't lead anywhere but I will ask, like, what I perceive as key questions on, you know what, the last person you dated, if they had to say the best thing and the worst thing about you, what would that be? I don't know. What puts a smile on your face? See, I'm not with that. But, but, you know, Those but, are great questions. But, but, really, but, really, but, 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 you know, you just don't care. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. See, if I so, that, that would see if, if I heard something somebody said something like that to me, first off, we laid in bed. It's going to be very intimate, and basically, we are getting into each other and understanding each other. Right. And if I hear that question, I'm thinking, damn, okay, I, I, you know, this person right. really wants right. to get to know no, me. me, right? Right. Or like for me, well, what I except Tony, except Tony, except living in the bed that they the. Um, horrible experience I've had so far is I always say, I've asked a guy recently I said well what is your dating experience he said well what do you mean I was like, well no what is your date what 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 dating experience are you looking for I don't know so how the hell are you gonna try to go out with me? So I said, and, and to me that was that was a that to me that was a deal breaker. That was a deal breaker. What the hell you, right. you mean you don't know? You don't know why you gonna date? Like, like, not, I mean, that, let's keep, I mean, come on now, airhead, what you is? Why you got reservation? Right, exactly. <laughs> and not only that, he had to find what that meant. I was like, wow. But, I mean, and I, I did not judge. Probably in turn idea. Of course you did. We all judge. But I said myself, I said, well, I can't. That's interesting because I'm like you, like like you. I'm like I want to know what you're looking for because I feel like my time is important. Right. And I, I feel like that today, but I know I wasted my time on certain situations I shouldn't waste my time on. You know what I'm saying? Like when person who say, well, well, I'm on a booty call, then a booty call turns into a you want into a relationship, but the person wants to keep into a booty call. That's totally because they become so guarded. Well, not know that, but everyone doesn't want to reveal their cards initially. Right. right. But, you know, but not only that. Not that. Not that. There, there are some people who it, just, just want to keep um, when we like, friends with benefits. Cards. 
10 years they, but, you know, friends have been friends forever but well, see, here's the thing. 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 I mean, for instance, when you're talking about, first off, I always tell people, look at the platform in which you're meeting. Mm-hmm. You are, if you are meeting somebody on Grindr, right. if you are meeting somebody on BGC, if you are meeting somebody on Adam or Adam, and your profile will say that you went to all this stuff and who, how you describe yourself was one way, yeah. then, you know, the out the uh, really, you're thinking of oh, this person straight for the booty call. Yeah. But when you start asking questions and getting intimate and feeling that vibe of that person, it's it may be a complete shift. Mm-hmm. And so, because matter of fact, some people don't even update their profile. They just keep. I've done that five years ago, and that's the same profile mm-hmm. I had five years ago. Really didn't take the time to really update, mm-hmm. and just basically said, "This is it." Right. So it really, it really changes as well. Right. So when I, I'm looking at it from a sense of, okay, well, you know, I may be looking for a relationship now, but my profile maybe not necessarily reflecting it, but I know it's still working for me mm-hmm. because I'm still pulling people in. Right. right. So do I change it now? Mm-hmm. You know, so in, in the each platform is different. Now, right. if I was on eHarmony, it may be a different, it right. may be a different thing. Right. But the platform that I'm using it because a lot of there is a percentage that really look for relationships. Right. It's completely different. Right. So I mean, you you really got to look at exactly how you're presenting yourself right. as well. But also, when you actually sit down, you know, did you really reflect that person on your profile right. before you actually came right. down? And then the fact that once you made that connection. And if that connection leads into like a long term thing, then it's important for you to sit down and say, hey, how do we move forward into a long term relationship? Will we still operate from like a booty call that you came over at 12 midnight? Or will we operate in the sense that, hey, we're going to see each other for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? So if we're seeing each other for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, that's no longer a booty call. Right. No longer a booty call. No, no. So that mindset should change. And that conversation should change. It should. If that conversation does not change, right. you evolve into something that, to me, it's going to be frustrating. Now, don't get me wrong. It could be a good friendship, too. It could. But, think, could. but they, for me, if I'm evolving, if I'm graduating from that booty call to that relationship and from that conversation that's different, right. I want to have a, con- a candid conversation with that person. It may not happen on day five, day ten, or whatever, but if I feel in my heart that I'm moving forward in a relationship with this person... Let's have a candid conversation. Now, I'm not telling you to tell me what your investment account is like, your 401k is like, yeah. but you need to let me know who you are if I'm letting you know who People I don't am. don't do that, though. But they that, should but, because, but let me tell you, you, if you don't do that, you get into the, because the circle is small, the circle is small. You get into, like, mix in Atlanta, the, the, the kids coming up speaking to you, your partner will say, oh, who is that? How you know them? What you gonna say? Okay, now here's another question about that. Okay, because, because for instance, why well, had a relationship where the person was taking Suboxone? Mm-hmm. I had no Subutex. idea. And a year. And heroin, opiate. Yes, and here's the thing they didn't reveal it until a year within the relationship because they felt they didn't really know how I would receive it. And the same question I would say is, what's that? Mm-hmm. I asked the same exact question. Do, like, do, you, do you now say, Based upon not even knowing what this relationship, how it's affecting your sex life, because it really did. Yeah, it did. It, it, oh, it really does. Like, yeah, it but, tremendously affected. Imagine the point it was like once a month the to the point almost so I month and a half to where I had to say, "Hey, wait, goddamn it!" Yeah, I had to, you know, I had to let this person know. Look, you know, what's 
No, it, 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 because I was, it was like, okay, damn. I thought was it because I'm getting a little chubby? Well, I mean, I mean, what, I, mean I thought it's so many other things. So many other things. You know, it depletes your sex drive. But let me tell you, it did <laughs> to the point we had to negotiate, and as he was willing to do it once a week. So at least I knew. Four times a month was the only time I'm gonna get it. Ain't no surprise, ain't no taking it, ain't no nothing like that. But because I was in, I was in the relationship, I suffered on, you know. So, and I is that something I would do again? No. But that was something that I experienced to say. Well, did I want? Do I want to automatically leave this person or cheat on this person based upon you know? No, and I did. I am not Reggie. Totally. In agreement with tone. However, there comes a point where I think that he's absolutely right. I think that maybe it's how you express it that I'm not in agreement with, but I think that the ability to communicate with your partner to sit back and say, like, hey, this is who I am, this is what I like, this is what I'm into. It may not happen in that first month. But as long as we keep an open dialogue and open communication, then yeah, this is what's going on. Mm. Now, substance abuse to me is something way different than my sexual fetishes, what I do for a living, or all that other stuff. Substance abuse is just different. If it was their past, like for instance, but but, but, but it was but was it as fast if it's still impacting you today? Where you're saying we can only have sex once a month because his drug addiction has gotten into that place where he can only be sexual with you once a month. And, and see, but there was also a discovery period because I didn't know what the hell Suboxone was, right. and so I but he didn't know how. He said himself, "I did not know how to reveal this to you, Chris." Right. And because of the fact that he did not know how to reveal it, and but yet he still he still really appreciated the relationship. Right. He really liked he really liked how mm-hmm. everything was going. Mm-hmm. He just didn't know like uh, how do I bring this up because it's affecting Chris's questioning our sex life, mm-hmm. and I don't have that drive anymore. And you know, so mm-hmm. it was something right. that he was hiding. Mm-hmm. Now, and I'm a, and I'm the type of person, Chris. Seriously, I'm the type of person that is very patient. And I'm not gonna just up and dodge, you know, and right. do it because right. that's just it's not it's not within my my my, See, co- my, my core. I can definitely wither the storm, but I know that okay, we either come to some negotiation. I negotiated right. to accept mm-hmm. once a week. Right. Let, me, right. let me be very clear: a person who's on suboxone maintenance, um, this, they maintain themselves is is some, a spin off of something else. So yeah, the boxing was not the problem. Oh, no. <laughs> let me know. Let me tell you. It, he he definitely revealed that you know there was a drug pass. I see. Okay. okay. He definitely revealed there was a drug pass. But, but see, usually what happens is with the boxing maintenance is that if you're taking it um, as prescribed, there's not there's no sex issues. Really? Right now. Then you know what? They're definitely about something. So I never side and see. Very. I mean, I'm I'm thinking my own professional experience. Yes. Uses not much sexual issues. The Uh, issue comes when you're abusing it, Uh, and you're mm. taking it non-prescribed. Oh. But let me ask this question. Okay. Well, that was unless you learned you taught me something. But you know, good thing we were together. (laughs) Let me ask this question though. What you doing? See, here's my my own issue is that. We're evolving to a relationship, and there's something going on that you like can't tell me about. 
and you love me, I love you, I want to be with you. When that person come to the conclusion that I need to have a conversation because you never know if I know about it, I agree with it, I embrace it or accept it, whatever. Because it's just going to make it into a frustrating situation where I'm like, five years in, I'm like, I've been dealing with this for two years. The issue, fuck it, I'm out. But if you don't tell me about it, I can't make a decision. you take taking away my choice. And, and you, know, you know, if you I take away my choice, it's like, I don't know how to embrace you, help you, or deal with our relationship if you don't have a discussion with me. Right. Now, like, everybody's not the same. Right. Whether it's a drug issue, a fetish issue, or financial issue, everybody's not the same. But I kind of feel that if you make an effort, you never know what the case may end up being by talking to that person. Right. And that's why I think, like, you meet somebody on grinder or AFA or whatever, and it evolves into a relationship, you get into year three and you're just like frustrated. Like we ain't even got to year seven to be frustrated. We're in year three and we're frustrated as hell. So what's going on? And the person don't want to talk to you, but you don't want to walk away. Right. You know, but you're like, well let me just wither the storm. Like like mama said this, mama said this about relationship, whatever. But it's, it comes to a point like, well fuck, what the what the issue is? Man, you gotta love real talk conversations. Gotta love that. Okay, this concludes part one of our booty call conversation that we're having with Titus, Tony, and Reggie. And this is again Chris with Brothers Speak Podcast, where we talk about black LGBT issues and topics. And we will have part two later within the week. Have a wonderful day.